here, yan. Merong isang free logger pumunta sa isang tindahan ng electric chainsaw. And then when he went to the store in this particular store selling electric chainsaw, he bought this electric chainsaw. Then he was so excited, ang ganda, beautiful one. Sabi niya, dati pag nagtatagalang at nagpuputol ako ng puno, it takes me 25 to 30 minutes to cut a certain tree. So ito siguro, marami na ako, ang ganda ng itsura. Mukhang matindi ito. Tapos when he went to the mountain and cut trees, sabi niya, uy, mas mabilis nga ng konti ito ah. But after three hours, after four hours, cutting just four, five trees, nasira. Tataka siya, bakit ganun? So he went to the store and told, I thought you have a very heavy duty electric chainsaw. How come I was just able to cut five trees and in the span of four hours, it's already broken? And the owner of the store would think, impossible. He's the only customer, he's my only client who told it to me. So because to, to basically protect the identity of the company, pinalitan niya. Of course, the client was so excited. Punta na naman siya sa mountain, he started to cut the tree. And exactly the same way, around five hours, he was able to simply cut three, four trees. And the chest was broken. So he went back to the store and he said, Ah, uh, bakit ganon? You told me. This chance is heavy duty. And the owner said, yes, all of my clients are pretty well satisfied, but you're the only one who's not. And just to protect the identity of the store, he replaced the electric chancel. And this time the owner was quite curious and he said, Ano kaya ginagawa nito? So pagpunta niya doon, sinundan niya yung, yung lager, Ang sabi, nakita niya, hawak yung electric chainsaw, tapos nagkakat ng tree, nilalagari. E electric chainsaw nga. So sabi niya, that's why. Hindi mo sinasaksak sa power. You got tired. May natatapos ka, pero konti lang, because you're not using the power that you should have. One time I went to Korea. I think 2003 hanggang 2010, I've been visiting Korea three, four times a year to do some conferences and pitch in some uh, seminars. Tuwing pumupunta ako rin, I would be bringing my phone. Mga 2004, di pa masyadong uso yung mga ano dun eh, mga iPhone. So ang phone ko nun, Motorola na di, ano, tawag sa ganun yung, yung uh, inaangat, kulay pink. Tuwan-tuwa ako, kulay pink yung Motorola ko na phone. Kaya pang nag... Naalala ko, when, when Pastor Jay was still here, we went to Thailand. Tapos, alam niyo naman ako, yung pastor niyo, medyo may kakulitan ng konti eh. So, punta kami sa, sa hotel ni Pastor Jay, tapos galing kami, ng, galing kami ng province of Thailand, and we went to a certain hotel, a, a well-known hotel in Bangkok. Then, yung, yung nag, nagkikilakapag-usap na ako doon sa counter, sabi ko, can we have one room please? Tapos, pinapakita ko yung phone ko na kulay pink. Si Pastor Jay, galit na galit. <laughs> galit na galit sa akin. Hindi <laughs> nyo na nag-gets ko ano yung ibig sabihin ng kwento. Uh, mamayang gabi, magigising kayo, magigets nyo yun. So, so, pagpupunta ko ng Korea, 
Lagi kong charge yung phone ko. And, and sabi ko, bakit ganito? Chinacharge ko, hindi naman nagsacharge yung phone. Uh, how come? So, I, I got another kind of a cord charger. Pumunta pa ako sa store. Uh, ganito, ganyan. Tapos sinacharge ko yung phone ko, hindi talaga sinacharge. And many, many times ganun. So, ang nangyari na lang sa akin, ginagamit ko na lang yung computer ko, yung laptop ko. Hindi pa naman uso talaga noon yung nasa ibang basa ka text. So, pagbalik ko, I've been going there maybe three, four times every year. Then, dadala ko ng bagong phone hanggang naging mga iPhone. Pag sinacharge ko talaga doon, hindi nagsacharge. Yung pala, normally, 110 ang ginagamit nila. And 220 yung phone na meron ako. And do you know even in life, sometimes we ask ourselves, Lord, why am I so tired? Why am I so exhausted? Why am I so basically in the blink of quitting and not even enjoying anymore what I'm doing and used to enjoy in my life? Maybe the answer is the word sourcing. Sabihin nga natin lahat, sourcing. Maybe you have the chance, though, but you are not basically putting it into the outlet. Maybe you have the most beautiful laptop, the most beautiful iPhone. Pambira, nababattery pa ako, lumabas na yung iPhone 13. Yung, yung kakagkakaroon mo lang ng 12, tapos may 13 na. You may have the most beautiful phone, but you have the most heavy-duty charger, pero pag nilagay mo siya sa wrong source, it won't work. Right? And let me ask the question, how's your sourcing? How's your time? How's your devotional life? How's your prayer life? How's your Bible reading? How are you? How's your relationship with the Lord. And in here, a very well-known familiar story. I've been preaching from this passage. Pero actually, gagamitin ko lang to sa isang point, but we will jump into another passage and another passage. Pero sunod-sunod yung kwento. In a context. Hanggang makarating tayo sa Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 and the following. 14. Okay? So let me read this. Then Jesus came from Galilee to John at the Jordan to be baptized. Sabi natin lahat, baptized. Ang hina, ang hina. Pakilakas nga, sabi natin lahat, baptized. To be baptized by his cousin. And John tried to prevent him, saying, I need to be baptized by you, and are you coming to me? I understand the, 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 the context why John did not want to baptize Jesus Christ. Kasi piling niya, si Jesus was ahead sa kanya, mas anointed kaysa sa kanya. Siya ang, ang nagpe-prepare ng way, pero si Jesus talaga, yung way. Na, nakakuha natin. And I remember one time, na-invite ako sa isang company to attend their anniversary. Attend lang ako. Wala namang sinabi sa akin ng anong gagawin. Pas yung presence mo lang, napakahalaga na sa amin. Pandemic eh. So, ako sige, punta ako sa isang, uh, isang company. Tapos pagdating puro, nakita ko yung, yung, yung celebration nila may program. Tapos, ang speaker si Pastor Jesse. 
Si Jesse, si Kulit Boy. Si Jesse Lardo. Speaker siya sa, 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 ano na yun, sa event na yun. Then yung nakita ako, bumubulong na sa akin. Sabi sa akin ni Jess, pass, pass, direct, direct. Ikaw na. Ikaw na yung ano, ikaw na mag-speak. Sasabihin ko kay Pastor Manny sa, sa, ano, sa rain packaging. Sasabihin ko kay Pastor Manny, palitan na yung speaker, ikaw na mag-speak. Bakit? Sabi ko, ikaw yan, di ba? Ikaw yan. Ganito, ganyan, etc., etc. Hindi, hindi. Basta pag nandyan ka, hindi ko kaya mag-speak eh. Uh, ganito, ganyan. So, nag-speak ako uh, in a preparation of five minutes. I really understand the, the, the idea. Kasi nasabi ni John the Baptist, I'm not worthy. Pag, pag wala ka, okay ako. Pero pag nandyan ka, ikaw na. That, that, that's the point. So sabi ni, sabi ni Jesus Christ here, and he said, but Jesus answered and said to him, permit it to be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he allowed him. Gusto ko yung paliwanag ng matagal-tagal yan, but I do not want to, to, to spend much time there. Eh. Pero, you know, Jesus earned the practical righteousness. Do you know that there are about 613 different kinds of laws in the Old Testament, including the Ten Commandments? Then it's 623 laws. And one of the requirements is baptism. If you are not baptized, you are not considered to be an obedient person. So Jesus said, no, you need to baptize me in order for me to fulfill all righteousness. What kind of righteousness? Righteousness that I don't need. Righteousness that I will earn for the sake of humanity. Because my righteousness naman si Jesus Christ is what we call divine righteousness. Pero yung practical righteousness na tinatawag, ayun yung sinunod niya at wala siyang hindi natupad na batas ng lumang tipan at yung mga sub laws pa ng Ten Commandments. So, he was able to earn all righteousness. Then, when he died on the cross, he did not only gave to you, or had given to you, divine righteousness, but even practical righteousness. That's why he was baptized by John. Then, it says, when he had been baptized, Jesus came out immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. Now, the picture of baptism is the death of Jesus Christ. When he immersed under the water, it was the picture of his death. And when he rose from the water, it was the picture of his resurrection. Kaya ang baptism, it's being taught yung water baptism. It is your public, what? A testimony, public declaration of your relationship with God. But actually, it's not about you. Baptism is not about you. It is not your public uh, declaration. It is the public declaration of what Christ has done in your life. Yung siya inamatay at muling nabuhay para sa iyo. And when he died and rose up, heavens are opened. Alam mo bang ang langit ay bukas sa iyo? Hindi naman yung sinusundo ka na, ha? Hindi ganun. Ang langit ay bukas sa iyo that every time you want to talk to your Father in heaven, heavens are open. And there was a dove. A dove is a picture of what? A no condemnation bird. Ano ang ibig sabihin doon? Sa Old Testament, sa Genesis chapter 8 and 9, nagroon ng flood. But after the flood, after 120 days, ang unang-unang ibo na kinuha 
ni Noah ay dab, pinalipad, at yung bumalik, at meron ng daladalang green leaf, ang ibig sabihin, tapos na yung flood. O yung punishment and condemnation ay tapos na. Kaya when there was a flood or a dab, the ascending or descending, it was a picture that there's no condemnation. Those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen? Then he heard a voice saying, This is my son whom I love, and in him I am well pleased. And it says, that you are pleased. Ang nakakatawa dito, hindi pa nagbubuhay ng patay si Jesus, hindi pa siya nagpipreach, hindi pa siya nakapagturo, hindi wala pa siyang labindalawang disciple. Wala pa nga kahit isa eh. Yung wala ka pang nagagawang ministry, pero sabi sa'yo ni Lord, tuwan-tuwa ako sa'yo. And in our, in our generation, your, your dignity is based on your accomplishments. Naalala ko, pag pupunta kami ng ano, pag pupunta kami ng, ng Mindanao before sa Tald Kodarat, nasama ko doon sila Alvin, eh, no? sila Raby. Ito sila Alvin, sila Raby, sila Paul, punta kami doon no? sa ano, sa uh, kampo ng MNLF. Yung pagpumunta ka ng alas 10 ng umaga, tong, tong worship team, di ba, kilala nyo naman to sila buboy, kakukulit ng mga to. Pero doon, alas 10 hanggang alas 4, hindi lumipat ng upuan. Nasa loob ba naman ng kampo ng, ng MNLF, di ba? So, kung, kung, kung titignan natin, kung titignan natin, yung pupunta kami doon, tapos nagkakaroon kami ng mga healing festival. Naalala ko yung buhay pa si, si Howard Paris. Yung buhay pa siya, he would spend 2 million pesos. Ikot lang kami sa Sultan Kudarat, Cotabato. Then magkakaroon kami ng mga 3 or 4 healing festival with 3,000, 5,000. The biggest, I think, was around 8,000 uh, friends, Muslim. Doon, magbabayad ng mga truck, ng mga bus, ng mga jeep, dadalhin sa isang lugar, tapos makakainin ng, ng lunch, hindi ka pwede mag-healing mag crusade doon ng gabi. Laging tanghali. So the, 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 the expenses was just huge. Ang nakakatawa doon ito, sa sobrang dami, of course, si Howard kasi pa nag-pray siya, hindi siya mahilig mag-lay hands eh, sa simula. So, nandito kami lahat sa unahan, maghawak-hawak kami ng kamay din, sasabihin namin lahat ng mga bahagi ng inyong katawan na masakit, ilagay nyo at ipatun nyo inyong sariling kamay. So, mag magkakaroon ng sobrang daming ang manifestation ng miracles and healings. Then, pagkatapos ng bababa kami, tapos tatayo kami dyan sa, sa daba, siguro mga apat-lima, apat na Amerikano, tapos mag-isa akong Pinoy. Tapos pipila yung mga mga IPs. Pipila sila doon. Napapansin ko, out of 5,000, siguro nakapila sa kanilang mga 4,994. Tapos ang matitirang nakapila sa akin, anim. Bakit? Ang nasa isip nila, mas anointed yung mga mapuputi. Galing sa ibang bansa ito, pag nagpray to, eh, ang tingin siguro nila si Jesus, ang Diyos, Inglesero. Kaya pag nagpray to sila, Howard, naririnig ni Jesus, ay eh, ako Pinoy. Hindi nila mas magbagaling pa ako mag-English sa mga Amerikano. Pao naman. Ay, yung mga Amerikano, na ako maniwala ka. Pagkausap mo yung mga yun, mali-mali grammar. Tsaka yung mga tenses. Magaling lang sila mag-English. Kasi language nila yon. Pero yung grammar, nako. 
Kaya wala na pumasok nun. But the point is this. Yung idea ba na your influence and identity will always be based on your nationality, on your color. Eh kahit naman dito, di ba? Kahit naman sa mga bahay natin, pag dumatong dyan, ay, ay CEO ng isang kumpanya, tsaka ay isang a manager, mas iba ang treatment sa CEO. Or sa COO. And that's the world. But let me give to you, where do you get this what we call influence as a believer? Do you need to be a Bible school graduate? Do you need to, to have this and to have that? No, those things are wonderful. But authority in the ministry doesn't come from those things. And I can say this, I'm a Bible school graduate. I have my master's degree. I love studying. I love reading. But I also know that authority does not come from those things. So let me start by sharing this thing. Number one, the priority of intimacy. Sabi natin lahat, intimacy. Now when the scripture says, Jesus went into the river, to the Jordan River, to be baptized. And this is not just a program. This is not just a tradition. Baptize came from the word baptizo, which means what? Immerse, submerge, or become under or under immersion. So when Jesus was thinking to be baptized by John the Baptist, he wasn't just thinking of tradition. He wasn't just thinking of the act of baptism. Ang iniisip niya at laman ng puso niya ay kung ano talaga yung kahulugan ng baptism. That you become immersed. You become intimate. You become basically what? Submerged into the presence of the Almighty of God. Your authority, your success will always be, should be, part and defined by the priority of your intimacy. Intimacy, if I may say, let me put it this way, intimacy produces sensitivity. Sabi natin lahat, sensitivity. Okay, hindi ito yung sensitivity na sinabi lang na, oh, medyo may tagyawat ka, Ay, grabe. Masyado niya ako minamaliit. Sinabi lang may tigyawad ka, minamaliit. Minamalaki nga eh. Hello? This is not about emotional sensitivity. But what I'm saying is sensitivity of knowing what God wants you to do. Sensitivity of not basically just trying to define life according to your situation. When I've been teaching a lot of management stuff, for example, SWAT, di ba, may pinag-uusapan tayo yung, yung strength, weakness, opportunities, and threat. 
Normally, ang desisyon ng isang kumpanya, laging pag-aaralan niya yung, yung kanyang uh, sitwasyon, ano na ba yung financial status natin, ilan na ba yung trabaho, ba't, ba't may mga nawala, umalis, nag-resign, ano ba yung mga dahilan, bakit sila nag-resign. So, titignan mo yung, yung, yung SWAT, ano ba yung strength, ano ba yung weakness, ano ba yung opportunities, ano ba yung threats. And basically, maganda yung mga yon. I do that. Pero when you talk about what God wants you to do, it's not about SWAT. You don't get it from there. You get it whenever He speaks to you. The priority of your intimacy with God. Now, Jesus went to be baptized. Of course, one of the reasons is to fulfill all righteousness. But the main reason is to be immersed. To be under, to be subjected, to be intimate with God, the Father. Amen. Secondly, the power of identity. Sabi natin lahat identity. Naalala niyo yung kidanta natin kanina? May weapon to be formed but they won't prosper it came from the book of Isaiah it was quoted from the book of Isaiah no weapon will be formed against us shall prosper there will be a weapon and th- I want you to understand weapon are scary yung nakaraan uh, kasama, kasama ko yung ibang kaibigan ko hawa ko ng tawa Sumakay ako sa ano, sumakay ako sa pick-up ng isang tropa. Tapos may pinuntuhan kaming isang lugar. Sasakay dapat ako sa unahan, katabi niya. Sabi niya, ay, uh, pas, doon ka na lang sa likod. Tapos ang daming gamit. Tapos sabi ko, okay, sige, pasok ako sa likod. Tapos pagpunta namin sa isang, sa isang tropa, nagtatakal mo, tapos pinasok niya na yung mga, ano, mga plastic bag, tsaka bag, pinasok niya na. Sabi ko, pabira ayos ah. Kwentuhan kami. Tapos maya-maya, <laughs> maya-maya, O, dala mo ba? Sabi ko ba? Type ko to ah. Dala mo ba? Tapos, binukusan niya na yung mga plastic, mga laman, Armalite, laman, uh, Glock, tapos may 44, tapos meron pang automatic na baby Armalite, ganito, ganyan. Tapos sabi ko, baka naman may basuka pa dyan, tsaka machine gun. Ang dami. Sabi ko, pambira ka kung na-checkpoint tayo. Hindi t- May lisensya naman, pero hindi ka pwede magdala ng ganun. Hindi <laughs> ka pwede magdala ng, ng ganun karami, maliban kung may gera eh. But guns are scary. Weapons are scary. And that's all I want you to understand. May mga bagay talaga na pwede kang matakot sa mundong to. Amen? Ang sabi ng scripture, there will be weapons. And it will be formed. There is a formed weapon against you. But the promise of God is pretty simple. They won't prosper. Amen? Pastor, kasalanan bang matakot? Hindi! Yours, kasalanan bang matakot? Hindi. <laughs> Mahala na kayo kung naiisipin nyo. Pero kasalanan mo ba talaga matakot? No? Kaya nga sabi ng scripture, do not be afraid. Why? Because God assumes that you will get afraid. Oh, let me rephrase. Mali yung sinabi ko. God knows. He does not assume. God knows 
that there's problem, that there's weapon, and it can make us so afraid, and it can make us so scary. Kaya sabi niya, yes, there will be weapons formed, but I want you to understand, it won't prosper against you. And the way your identity, identity to become stronger is whenever you have the priority of intimacy. Because sa intimacy, don't binubulong ni Lord sa Oh, may weapon, pero they won't prosper. Oh, oh, may problem, pero adak kita. Oh, oh, may mga pangangailangan, provider mo ako. Oh, oh, may karamdaman. Hindi naman, imposible naman na hindi ka magkasakit sa lifetime mo, pero ako ang healing mo. Oh, oh, ang dami ganito, pero hindi kita iiwan. Your identity is built on your intimacy with God. Amen? So, sabi dito, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Let me just say, identity produces sonship. Diyan mo naiintindihan kung sino ka, kung ano ka, at kung gaano ka kahalaga. Marami sa atin, mahihirapan tayong maintindihan yung identity natin. Why? Because we don't prioritize much our intimacy with God. Oh, na, alam nyo ba? Preaching like this is so powerful. Maintindihan mo identity mo. Ako pa lang yan. Eh, paano pag binubulong sa'yo ni Lord? Mahal kita. Oo, sandaan na bumasted sa'yo. Yung binilang pa lang yun. Pero mahal kita. Hello. Number three. The practice of integrity. Alam niyo ba maraming taong walang integrity kasi hindi nila naiintindihan yung kanilang identity? Do you even understand that? Bumibigay ka minsan sa tukso kasi nakakalimutan mo kung sino ka. Dito, talon tayo, chapter 4 ng Matthew. I want you to understand, yung mga scholars lang naman naghati-hati niyan eh. Pero pagkatapos baptismuhan ni Jesus Christ, He went straight to the mountain. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. Sino dito sasama sa akin? Parang kailangan ko na talaga mag-fasting eh. Habang nagpa-fasting, nag-exercise. <laughs> Sabi dyan, and Jesus was led up with the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Parang ano, no? Nakakatawa sa kwetong to. Pinakiyat talaga ni Lord si Jesus Christ sa, sa mountain para tuksuhin. Para talaga itemp. Hindi nagkataon lang na biglang napagtripan lang ng demonyo na itemp si Jesus Christ. No. He went to the mountain to be tempted. Talagang kasama sa plano. Talagang pinadadaan sa testing at temptation. Sabi dyan, and when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterwards he was hungry. Now when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. But he answered and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the out of God. Let me make it so simple. Tatlong beses siya tinemp dyan. You've been hearing me saying this. Pero talaga ang temptation isa lang. 
if you are the son of God. Ang tinitira lang naman talaga ng demonyo. Demonyo yung demonyong yan eh. Yan si satanas, demonyo yan. <laughs> ang tinitira lang naman talaga, ang kine-question, yung sonship mo. Talaga bang anak ka ng Diyos? Bakit wala kang pambayad ng ganito? Talaga bang anak ka ng Diyos? Bakit ka nagugutom? Talaga bang anak ka ng Diyos? Bakit hindi mo magawa yung ganito? Talaga bang anak ka ng Diyos? Bakit ka may sakit? Talaga bang anak ka ng Diyos? Bakit ang hirap pa rin ang pamilya mo? Bakit talaga bang anak ka ng Diyos? Bakit hindi ka ma- mapasok sa trabaho na yan? Talaga bang anak ka ng Diyos? Bakit hindi maging successful yung business na meron ka? Talaga bang anak ka ng Diyos? It was not a temptation of bread. It's what was a temptation of, of being famous. It wasn't even the temptation of protection. It was a temptation of identity. Kaya lang, matalino ang demonyo eh, no? Yung tinempt niya si Jesus about food, sinigurado niya hindi kumakain si Jesus ng 40 days. Kaya mo yun, Domer? Monique, Lalaine, Chrissy May, kaya niyo yun? Yung, for example, ganito, itong tatlong to, Cute na cute ako sa tatlong to eh, pag pinag-uusapan yung pagkain eh. For example, itong tatlong to, hindi kayo kumain ng four days. Alam ko, hindi nyo kaya yon. Alam ko, mas pipiliin nyo mag-backslide kaysa mangyayari yun. <laughs> for example, three days, four days kayong hindi kumain. Tapos, sasabihin ko, Alain, Monique, uh, Cuisine, pasok kayo sa office, pasok kayo sa office, pulang kayo dyan. Tapos, maglalabas ako ng, ng baby back waves. Wow! Yung galing, yung mainit-init pa, yung amoy na amoy mo. Tapos sasabihin ko sa inyong tatlo, dyan, upo lang kayo dyan, tapos aalis ako. Tapos sasabihin ko, babalik ako after one hour. Sabay-sabay tayong kakain ha. Huwag niyong papakailamanan mo na, hintayin niyo ako. Matalino yung demonyo magtempe. Tinempt niya sa tinapay habang gutom. Right? Pero sino dito, magsasabi na mas matalido pa rin si Lord. Kasi bago itempt ni Satanas, sinigurado muna ng Diyos yung identity niya. Right? Bago mangyari yung temptation, oo na, matatapos na ako, relax. Kausap ko lang yung phone ko. Nag-alarm na eh. Bago mangyari yung Matthew chapter 4, nagkaroon muna ng Matthew chapter 3. Bago mangyari yung, yung temptation, sinabi muna ng father, This is my son whom I love, in him I am well pleased. Dinipahin muna yung identity niya. Hindi nakabase sa ginagawa mo yung importance mo. Hindi nakabase sa ginagawa mo yung identity mo. Kaya yung hinarap siya ng demonyo, ang nakabot talaga ng Diyos, ang sabi lang ni Jesus Christ. <laughs> Kahit anong itemp mo, dinipahin na ng ama ko that I am a beloved son of God. In me, he is well pleased. Amen? So let me end. Integrity produces stability. Let me end. The produce of influence. Kung masyadong intindihan yung influence, minsan kasi sa, sa life, 
ang iniisip natin, paano ko kaya matatouch yung taong to? Paano kaya ako magiging fruitful? Naman you to understand, yung influence mo, product yan ng integrity mo. Alam mo ba, ang daming taong maniniwala sa'yo, susunod sa'yo, sasamahan ka, kasi nakita nila kung gano'ng kaka-credible, kung gano'ng integrity meron ka. Amen? Hindi nila alam yung integrity na yun ay product ng pagkakaunawa mo sa identity mo. At yung identity na meron ka ay product na pagbulong-bulong ni Lord sa'yo kung gano'n niya kamahal, kung sino ka at kung sino siya sa buhay mo. Amen? Sabi dito sa chapter 4 verse 12, After the temptation, now when Jesus heard that John had been put in prison, he departed to Galilee. Chetra, chetra, started his ministry. What you do, your ministry, your vocation, they must be a product of your integrity, based on your identity, based on your intimacy. That's the sourcing that we need to have in life. Amen. Amen. Come on, let's all rise. Sabi dyan, influence produces service. And that's the greatest influence we can, we can ever have. Right? Okay, let's sing this song. It's a victory.
seeing and we will see victory after victory for you are a victorious God who happens to be our Father in heaven. We honor you. We thank you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.